Hi, this is David Stearman, and you're listening to my Up Podcast. And today I want to talk about one of the most important concepts in the Bible. In fact, it's the primary principle through which we contact God's power. Nearly every recorded miracle reflects the working of this spiritual law. So yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Now, I was 18 years old when my best bud, Crash Breeden, seriously, we called him that because of the way he drove, told me there was going to be a TV special on soon called Contact and that it was not to be missed. Contact, I thought. So what's that about, aliens or something? It's Oral Roberts, he said. It's about connecting with God. Now, Oral Roberts I'd heard of because I was freshly saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. And yeah, Oral was not to be missed. In fact, one of the first books I'd ever read as a baby Christian was one of his, called God is a Good God. It changed my whole perspective on God's nature. Besides, I already knew this guy had seen miracles like they were straight out of the Bible. So yeah, this was going to be the good stuff. And it was. It was an amazing special. I didn't fully understand the contact concept, however, Although later, as an ORU student, I finally got it, because Oral talked about it all the time. And as a systematic theology major, I had the privilege of asking him direct questions about such things on a one-on-one basis. That was a treasure. And before long, I understood why he taught on what he called the point of contact so often. It's one of faith's most basic principles. In fact, I'm pretty sure that almost everything I've ever received from God was because of this. I know that's a big statement, but I'm pretty sure the same goes for you too, whether or not you knew it at the time you prayed and received. And yet, and so unfortunately, the point of contact is the one factor we most often leave out of the equation when we're asking God for something. Now, I'm a word of faith guy, right? Truth. I cut my spiritual teeth on Mark 11:23 23 and 24. But I see these teachings fading a little bit these days. Not in our heads, but sometimes in our hearts, or at least in our daily practice. So please allow me to reiterate a little bit. Remember in Mark 11:24 where Jesus said, Whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and then you'll have them? Now I know that you all know this. But still, why is it that so often I hear people praying for the same thing over and over again? And it's not just regular Christians, even leaders with weekly or daily TV programs. In some cases, at the end of every single show, you'll hear someone say, let's pray for such and such. And I think, wait, we already prayed for that at the end of the last show, didn't we? Seriously. I believe it was Kenneth Hagin I remember saying, The first time you pray for something, it's in faith. The second time, it's in doubt. And that does about sum it up, doesn't it? Jesus said, when you pray, believe you receive it. Right then and there. And after that, it will come. Gloria Copeland expounded on it this way. She said, when you ask God for something, take it. Then you'll get it. Ooh, I love that. And I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but I just want to remind us all to do what we know to do, to actually release our faith when we pray. 
Kenneth Copeland, as you know, was once Or Roberts' pilot, so he attended lots of his tent meetings and witnessed many miracles one-on-one. -on -one. And he said one of the first things he noticed about Or Roberts' services was how he used his faith like a tool. He released his faith for a healing the exact moment when he laid hands on or touched someone. And after that, removed them in faith that his prayer had been heard and the thing was done. And sometimes it was done instantly, but sometimes it happened later. But either way, the thing was done, as far as he was concerned, when he believed he received it. And by the way, a delayed answer is not a sign of weaker faith. Jesus himself cursed that fig tree in Mark 11, but it didn't wither up for at least another day. And we can't accuse Jesus Christ of having little faith. So there you go. But back to the point. Oral used the laying on of hands as a point of contact. He told those he prayed for, when I put my hands on you, God's power will go into you and heal you. And he did this so the person would fully release their faith the moment they were touched. The best example I know of this in scripture is with the woman with the issue of blood. She said to herself, if I can just touch Jesus' garment, I'll be made whole. Then she risked a lot, including some legal issues, and fought her way through that crowd to reach her point of contact, that touch of Jesus' garment. And when she finally did touch it, she released her faith and the miracle happened. Even Jesus himself was surprised by her great faith and turned and asked the crowd, who touched me? Of course, the disciples answered, what do you mean, Jesus? Everybody's touching you. It's a crowd. But Jesus answered, no, I mean, somebody touched me. I felt the power go out of me. And I know exactly what he was talking about. As a person who regularly prays for sick people, and I've prayed over lots of them, I can tell you that you can actually feel something go out of you when someone connects with God. But the believer does this by choice. He or she chooses the place and time, and God is happy to respect that. The believer believes they receive in a chosen moment. They pray and take their miracle then and there and consider it done. Now, it may manifest on the spot or later, but either way, as far as they're concerned, the miracle is theirs already, just as God promised. And that constitutes a point of contact. Okay, yeah, this is pretty basic stuff, but it's important stuff because it's the axle on which the whole wheel of faith spins. Yet so often, I don't know, we just get sloppy or lazy or something and forget this most powerful of principles, that in order to make contact with the power of a supernatural God, we must do it by releasing Bible faith. It's how we got saved. It's how we received the Holy Ghost. It's how we get healed. Sometimes it's even how we pay our bills. We connect with God's power by leaving our faith there on the altar at a specific point in time and walking away, assured by Jesus' own promise that anything we've asked in his name, he will do. And he does it, doesn't he? He grants the prayers. When we pray that way, he does it every time. Prove him. He's good for it. He gives us what we ask and believe him for. And I mean believe 
in the way defined in Scripture. By believing, we receive when we pray. Now, I have a pretty casual prayer relationship with God. We just talk in and out all day long, and that's a good thing. You know, it was said of Moses that he spoke with God as a man speaks with his friend, and wow, the privilege we live in today that we can all talk to God like that. But sometimes prayer can be very serious business, and that's when we need to actually make an appointment with God. We need to say, God, this is a big deal. Maybe we're dealing with a serious illness or some other intense matter. And it's in times like these that we need to have an official conference with the Almighty. We need to say, God, I'm coming before you at this place and time to do business. Then we pray our prayer, make our request, and choose to believe that in that moment, we are receiving the very thing we've asked for from God, just as he promised. And after that, we don't need to pray about it anymore because we believe he has heard our prayer and for all intents and purposes, it is granted. It is done. And that's what I'm talking about. That moment, that appointment becomes our point of contact where we touch God and he touches us. So if you're facing a challenge, make that date with God today. Then make your official request. Receive that yes answer by faith because that's what he promised that if you ask anything in his name, he would do it, and leave your cares about it at the altar. And believe me, God will take care of you. He who promised you is faithful, who also will do it. David Stearman Ministries is a missionary ministry. We work to take the good news of Jesus wherever we can, from the jungles of South America to Mexico to the Philippines, over the European continent and places beyond and we'd love it if you'd partner with us in this task. Offerings can be made online at davidsterrymministries.org. Thanks so much. I hope you have the best day ever, and up day all the way.